Hello, everyone. I'm Dr. Carmen Pugliafito. Uh, welcome to Retina Synthesis. Today, we're pleased to have with us Dr. Sumit Sharma of the Cleveland Clinic Cole Eye Institute, who was the lead investigator on the Dovetail study, which looked at IL-6 inhibition in the treatment of macular edema associated with uveitis. Dr. Sharma, welcome to Retina Synthesis. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. IL-6 or interleukin-6 is an important inflammatory cytokine in the eye. Can you tell us a little bit about this molecule? Yeah, so it's a, it's a new pathway, right? So we've had anti-VEGF for a very long time, but IL-6 is newer in, in terms of a therapeutic target. And it does a number of things. So dysregulated IL-6 secretion leads to both inflammatory cells uh, recruited to the eye and infiltration into the surrounding tissues. You get breakdown of the blood retinal barrier, which leads to vascular leakage and the formation of macular edema. So IL-6 has really been thought of as a, a causative agent of macular edema in um, not just uveitis, but other uh, ocular diseases, including diabetes and vein occlusion. And it's a possible other pathway that we can target other than VEGF. So um, tell us a little bit about the Dovetail study. So Dovetail uh, is a phase one dose ranging study uh, for, and it's a little complicated because it's got four parts, parts one, two, and three were in DME, and those have not been reported yet. And I reported the results of the part four, which was specifically in the uveitic uh, macular edema uh, subset, where patients got one of three different doses, either 0.25 milligrams, one milligram, or 2.5 milligrams given at baseline month one and month two. And then they were followed in an off-treatment observation period up to uh, week uh, 36 to see how they do afterwards. And so there was about 12 subjects in each of the three cohorts in part four. Uh, all of them had underlying uveitis and they could have been on other treatments already, uh, but they had to have either, uh, they had to have both stable treatments. So whatever their immunosuppression was had to be stable. They had to have active macular edema despite that. And then they were treated and we saw how they did over time. So they were treated with a single intravitreal injection? Uh, no, three. So it was at baseline, uh, month one, and then month uh, two. So uh, day one, week four, and week eight. And it was one of three doses, either 0 0.25 milligrams, one milligram, or 2.5 milligrams. And so when did, when did you observe them? At six months or a year? Uh, so the primary outcome measure for this was at week 12. So we were just looking to see, uh, so since it was a phase one, the primary objective was safety and tolerability. And the secondary objective was efficacy, uh, pharmacokinetics, and anti-drug antibody formation. So the, the percent three-line gainers, as I read the study, was pretty impressive. Yeah, it, it was fantastic. Uh, it, um, about a third of the patients gained uh, three lines. And what was even more impressive was there was a smaller portion that was even capable of gaining three lines because a large portion of the patients right. already had more than 70 letters at baseline. Right. That's always a challenge. So what were these patients suppressed with uh, initially in general? So it was a mix. Some patients didn't have any other treatment and, and some patients were on either an anti-metabolite such as methotrexate or Celsept or uh, other immunosuppressives, they could not be on any uh, systemic anti-IL-6 
or systemic anti-IL-17, but they were allowed to be on other immunosuppressive medications depending on what their underlying uh, uveitis etiology was. About half were getting other treatments and half were not. So just for asking you to speculate, do you think IL-6 inhibition works better than corticosteroids? So I don't, I, I mean, we didn't compare directly, number one. Number two, uh, corticosteroids lead to pan-suppression, right? So you're not just blocking one pathway, you're blocking right. multiple different inflammatory pathways. So I can't imagine it works uh, as well. However, I think the side effect profile here was much better in that there was no incidence of IOP rise, no incidence of cataract formation, which are the two things that we worry about the most with corticosteroids. So uh, what's the next step with this uh, antibody? Yeah, so for uveitis, they've already moved into phase three studies. So there's two actively enrolling phase two, uh, three studies um, for uveitis. And in DME, they have moved on to uh, phase two studies. So uh, all of those are actively enrolling. And, uh, you know, there's a number of therapies, as you were very well know, that have done uh, looked very promising in early phase studies and then not panned out. But I think uh, the, the overall safety and tolerability was so good for the uveitis subset that they moved right to phase three. What's the phase three design like? Uh, phase three design is similar in that patients will get three loading doses at baseline. And then they're followed out to a year with uh, uh, PRN treatments after the first three loading doses. So if they have recurrence of edema, they can be treated again, but if they don't, they're just monitored. Mm -hmm. And um, what are the uh, diabetic macular edema studies look like? To, when, well, when will they be? When will the phase one results be reported? Uh, once the phase one diabetes cohort is complete, uh, the uveitis cohort was complete a little earlier, but the the diabetes one wasn't yet. So I'm not certain when Roche is planning to report that, but uh, hopefully soon. The phase two studies, they're a little different for DME in that there's uh, uh, either combination therapy uh, with ranibizumab or monotherapy. And there's two different phase twos. Uh, one is looking at combo therapy. One is looking at monotherapy. So talking a little bit about biology, is IL-6 blockade more relevant than anti-VEGF blockade in treating macular edema? I think it depends on the underlying disease etiology, right? So in uveitis, I think it is. In uveitis, there's not a ton of VEGF that's being produced, except for in inclusive retinal vasculitis cases or, or other cases where you're having loss of blood flow. In diabetes, I think VEGF plays a very predominant role, but we know that about a third of those patients with diabetes don't respond much, if at all, to anti-VEGF, and there's probably other cytokines at play, and those are the patients where IL-6 may make a lot of sense. Um, what we really would need is baseline cytokine profiling on those patients to know, hey, this is which ones have a high IL-6 level versus high anti-VEGF or high VEGF level, where anti-VEGF would be more likely to work. We don't do that at baseline right now, and we don't really have a relevant assay that we can use commercially for that either. So it would be more, you treat them with anti-VEGF, you don't get a response, and then it may make sense. But in uveitis, I think anti-IL-6 makes a ton of sense because IL-6 drives a lot of macular edema formation in uveitis. So uh, Kodiak is looking at a bispecific antibody that blocks both anti-VEGF and IL-6 for treating, I think, choroidal neovascularization. Is that right? 
Mm-hmm. They 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 are, and and also they're they think they're considering it in DME and in uveitis. So they're they're looking at it in multiple different uh, venues. So we'll see what happens with that. Do you think IL six is a relevant molecule in neovascular AMD? Less likely, uh, just based on the biology. There is a little bit different in that the IL six levels uh, are aren't as high generally in neovascular AMD than DME or uveitis, but it, it's a possibility that it could have a small additive effect. Yeah, well, great having you on retina synthesis. This is exciting, and I think IL six blockade is going to be an important mechanism going forward. Yeah, I do too. I think uh, the 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 safety profile is what was most exciting on the uveitis side in that uh, none of the patients had any issues with IOP or with cataract and the results were very, very good. So it, it's very exciting to see what will happen. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me.